Welcome to Stock Odds, Odds and End podcast. I'm Dave Singh here with Rob Friesen, getting ready for the week ahead. Good evening, Rob. How's everything? Not too bad. As we blast out of a shortened week into a full week here, last five days of the month is Correct. what we call last five days seasonality. So it's a full week, and it uh, it's always interesting when when you first of all you get that full week, and secondly when the month ends on a Friday, um, and then of course. Canada Day uh, is on Saturday, which makes Monday the holiday in Canada. And then you've got uh, July 4th uh, coming up on Tuesday, right? So yeah. um, that's uh, that's going to be a holiday. Um, and it just kind of makes her an interesting week the following. So this is, this, you know, this is all very timely here. We end the quarter. We end the month. Uh, the, the month we end the, we end the month we end the week we end the month we end the quarter we end the semester and we roll into uh, some holidays and away it goes right so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, kind of the events in uh, um, in Russia we did have a um, coup attempt um, and it was the Wagner group basically um, turned around from the Ukraine and of course went into Russia and got pretty close to Moscow. I think I heard differing amounts of distance, like 80, 80 kilometers versus 125 kilometers, but nonetheless, uh, pretty close. And then um, turned around and now they've uh, gone off into Belarus. And um, now the finance minister, or the finance minister, the uh, minister of defense is being changed. So that was part of the, the negotiations was either we're going to coup or, or, you know, we want to see changes in the Minister of Defense. So he is being changed. Um, so Sergei is going to replace. Um, oh, so will be replaced in the aftermath of the former bodyguard of Putin, Alexei. So maybe the next minister of defense, Russian defense minister. So some changes there. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of other speculation stories on what happened, but it was a fast and furious 20 hours, I guess, from Friday night into Saturday. And, and um, the coup did not happen for whatever reason. So there you go. Um, oil was responding to the events there and natural gas as well um but we'll have to take a look here and see where we are now as things have uh been pretty muted since this was resolved so let's go through some of the stuff we have here today i wanted to point out just the spy and the cues and we had our low october the 13th which was the cpi numbers we've been on this journey kind of higher lows ever since and then we got pretty good signal to noise ratio once the banking crisis was resolved we had a little bit of dip there in april but we on a standard deviation basis we held up really well and then we climbed the upper bollinger band on the queues same thing on the spy and even this uh, pullback that we just had so friday we rolled over and we had four trading days last week that were, were pretty muted, actually. Um, if you look at the uh, the way it behaved 
uh, it held up really well. And uh, we're sitting here with the potential to actually rise a little bit uh, farther. Um, so we did mention on the last show to expect a change after expiration. We got that change. Actually, the day of expiration was our seasonality said it should be a down day. It was a down day, almost perfect down day. It was forecast at minus 0.80% performance on average. And we got um, intraday, we got minus 0.71 and minus 0.79 on a close to close basis. So it was actually, or sorry, minus 0.71 on close to close, minus 0.79 on open to close. So almost perfect. And um, then we continued with that downward draft, but you can see Q's held up a little bit better than the SPY, and SPY held up better than the Diamonds, and Diamonds held up better than the Russell. Russell IWM performed the worst these last four days. Um, but way, when I look at this here, I'm you know not highly technical analysis driven. Uh, I acknowledge it. I will look at things, but um, this this chart tells me that we're not in a massive free fall at the moment. So we'll have to go through the seasonality and see what that's all about this week. Um, but look, looking at these, um, you yeah, know, things held up pretty well. And actually, I think that it could be said if there wasn't a coup attempt um, and the Wagner Group has now left Ukraine anyway, that that might be actually bullish for the markets, thinking that Ukraine has a better uh, fighting chance now. So um, I'm not going to be a hardcore bear here. Are you, Dave? You're going to be a bear? No, not well, with the kind of rally we have. We're, <laughs> we're, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not bulls. We're not bears. We like to uh, hedge and trade the relationships. But um, if we can dial into a little bit of the potential for the week um, that can be helpful because you can always wait you know wait your performance uh, long side or short side whatever it is and and I think it was helpful to some I got some good feedback about the change that we expect on, on expiration and the week following we did get that um, so as we look forward I have to say that we're kind of sitting a bit on the fence um, and it could go either way but it's not looking extremely bearish at the moment according to these charts so let's look at the one day relative performance uh, that was on friday everything was down communication services were down the least healthcare consumer defensive it did end up being a risk off day more more things were defensive than not except that utilities was down in the dumps so that was interesting um, the one week uh, we had uh, Again, a little bit more defensive with consumer defensive industrials performing the best. Utilities were up there for the week, just not for this day. Um, and then when we look at the monthly, right? So the reason that we reason that we look at this is if we're going to go into this five-day seasonality, we really need to see how we arrived here. Just prior to the window, which was the Friday, a week before before and then the month to date so far. So even though these have pulled back with a bad week, look at what's been in the leadership, consumer cyclical, technology, industrials, what's been 
performing the worst is energy. Now this whole rush, I think, could could have piqued its interest here a little bit more to uh, to move up. But then again, since things might have been resolved, then uh, we could see more of this even this week here with energy lagging. So again, risk on tends to dominate and then basic materials. This is all about the US dollar. So if we look at our futures tonight and we're seeing a bit of a pullback in the dollar and we expect maybe the dollar will be a little bit softer. I know we have interest hikes still to come this year, maybe two, maybe three, but um, you know, people are still looking at that as not such an aggressive uh, rate hikes, uh, you know, systematically month after month. So um, maybe the dollar can relax a little bit and then that should put a floor under basic materials. Okay, here's the last five days of June seasonality for ETFs. Dave, why don't you talk about things that you've highlighted here? Yeah, it looks like a, a bit of risk off. Uh, for On the long side, we have things like oil, USO, silver, um, even utilities. But from the short side, biotech, like XBI, the ARK-KK kind of funds, uh, chips, the SOXX, um, IDB against biotech, SMH. So that looking along with the um, the monthly seasonality shows that of the last five days, the next, the first two of the last five days are pretty weak, and especially in um, the risk risky stuff, the higher beta stuff. And this is kind of consistent with that. So it's showing more of a risk off um, tone in terms of the tech high beta stuff. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, in the five days, you could have it start out okay and then, you know, taper off um, or the other way around too. If it, yeah, um, the first two are expected to be down and then the last three days are slightly up. Yeah, well, then that, that fits kind of like if we just looked at how, you know, all the Qs have been performing a little bit better than the SPY uh, up to this point. And uh, it might, you know, it might mean that um, we start out the week okay and then, or sorry, we we uh, we pull back initially and then uh, maybe pop up a little bit. Yeah. That's hard to say. It's, I mean, this is interesting um, because June seasonality is one of the weird um, months where the the last few days are actually positive or the last days positive, right? Where mm -hmm. where nine of the months of the year have a, a down day on the last day of the month. So it's just a different type of day here. Um, Okay, let's see here. Um, looking looking at this, so let's let's think about where we are here related to these performances so far. Um, so for for the week, um, basic materials was performing pretty bad along with real estate and energy, and even technology. But technology obviously has been up so much for the month. So I would I would say that potentially if the dollar is down, I'm I'm really interested in this basic materials. Going back to this, you said silver has some performance, but the odds aren't great though. So it's kind of on the fence that way. GDX, other I mean that's the senior miners there, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're looking for 
is the discrepancy where something has really been performing poorly and going into seasonality window is expected to do better or vice versa. Something has been performing really well and going into the seasonality window is expected to perform poorly. Healthcare has been holding up pretty good. Could that be something that uh, is a, a potential short maybe? Yeah, with the XBI, I mean, that's expected to be pretty weak. So that's, see, this this gives us a little bit better of an edge, Dave, because, uh, you know, that's that's strong odds for a down move of minus 1.77% for the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there, and there's IBB. You could go to your... um, screen or two and look up the uh, odds on a number of, uh, of uh, factors for XLV, which is this sector ETF for healthcare. You could look at that as well. Um, you're going to talk about earnings later. We do have one of the healthcare in the healthcare group that has uh, earnings. So, yeah, I like this. I like this uh, potential here. And also uh, with the ARC, you could look at what symbols are contained within the ARC fund. I mean, it's made up of a number of stocks. We also we have semiconductors here, SOX and SMH. Um, so take a look at if, if there's been some excessive performance in that in that group recently. Um, it may have some short opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks uh, like over the, the last week, is, semiconductors have been down like 4.2 percent. So they've already come have had a week. Yeah, they've had true. a week week already. So the fact that they're expected to be down, we don't have as much edge with semiconductors as with healthcare. Right. So healthcare would be better. Um, the only thing we have going for us is, you know, how good the performance has been for for the year and even for the month yeah. relative to the week, though, right? So there still could be some premium there. Correct. Um, um, but healthcare definitely, I would I would look at that. And then what about uh, consumer defensive? I mean, it held up pretty good over the week relative to the other ones. It did, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's uh, look at the stocks here. Um, so we've got, interesting enough, we have Eli Lilly on the long side for this five days. Mm-hmm. Novax as well. So maybe maybe you can pair some things up in when stay within the group and stay neutral to the group. Mm-hmm. We've had in the discretionary area, like uh, with RCL, that's had pretty good performance this last month. So look for look, take these symbols and pop them into the the screener or charts or something, and just look at how they've arrived here because this is what it's saying for this last five days. And these are these are quite substantial performances. So this whole thing is kind of skewed to the downside. I mean, just look at the size of these performances on the short side versus the long side, right? And also the odds. So everything's kind of skewed that way. Here's the Qs versus uh, the SPY for the last five days. Um, This fits into this tech sort of risk off for the five days, but last trading day of the month, like we start to improve, right? So 
the way that this is suggesting is the next two days, Monday and Tuesday, are the down days, and then things start to improve on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's what it's showing us here. But again, there could be other forces that override that, and this is just the probability of what has happened on average over over time. Yeah, um, I think I think it may have been worse. Like if we had had the macro thing where maybe the the coup was successful, that wouldn't have been a positive thing only because if Wagner Group had taken over and had access to you know nuclear and and also had, has a reputation for even more aggressive and bloodthirsty than the Russian military themselves, um, you know they, things that could have escalated and, and gotten pretty bad pretty quick, which which then that would have fit a lot more into into our seasonality, I would think. But um, yeah. we'll have to see. There might be a bit of a relief on Monday, and it could it kind of could be the opposite this this time around. We could see actually the markets a bit more positive initially, and then sell off by the by the end of the end of the week. So I I would allow for a flip of this a little bit. You know, if you see it positive the first couple of days, maybe maybe we'll pull back. Later on. Okay. Um, what do we got here for economic reports, Dave? Yeah, on Tuesday we have um, some housing data, the Case Shiller Home Price Index, and new home sales, and consumer confidence. And then Wednesday again, Fed Chair Powell is speaking on Wednesday and Thursday, so the market's yeah, going to watch more that. Speaking. Eh? We always yeah. got Fed speak every week. <laughs> it seems we had three days of it last week. <laughs> yep. And then there's again home sales and um, some inventories. And Friday, um, some inflation data, the core PCE and personal income spending. So, but the, I think the even main the, thing even is the consumer sentiment, even the consumer sentiment at 10 a.m. Uh, yeah. final for June, um, that that could be important as well, right? Yeah. So, okay, so you know, full week of things. Um, let's go into uh, where's my chart here okay let me bring this up here i want to show uh what's going on with the vix here so um we did pop up a little bit and we had expiration there on the uh, let's see on the 16th and then right after that we popped up on the 21st here and uh sold back down so vix uh right now is not showing much movement of anything going on uh let's look at the uh crude so up just slightly not much going on there let's put it on the five minute here so um that was friday and then here's where we are so it did it did pop up a bit more, and then um, this almost this almost looks like there was uh, in the after hours there was already some movement by the Wagner Group towards Moscow in that evening. I got wind of it more in, like in Saturday morning, but mm -hmm. the, the way oil was behaving looks like somebody got wind of something. Um, but it's tapered off here and it's just up slightly, so I don't think it's a big factor at the moment. Let's look at bonds, uh, 10 year. 
oh, steady, not much change there. What, what have we been doing? We've been kind of just chopping around in a channel here. Let's look at our currencies and then we'll look at our metals. Here's the US dollar and uh, pull, pulling back slightly now. It just did have a pop there on the 23rd with that uh, down day. Um, so I would I would expect it could relax now. I'd be looking for gold to be up. Let's take a look here at the metals. And gold is up slightly, five points, 0.26%. Let's look at the five minutes, see how it's been behaving. And so it hasn't hit its peak that it did on Friday, but boy, it sure looks like something was going on. I mean, it wasn't just the, the market, you know, data we had. We had some economic news, but it seems maybe something else going on. But we're not up too much now, so I think it's uh, uh, almost like boring is beautiful. Um, markets are not in a frenzy they're they're just relaxed um i can't i mean there is some disappointment in china stimulus so chinese stocks are probably could be softer that might affect some of your small caps the russell stuff still um let's just take a peek at the iwm here and you can see how um, much it pulled back and Kind of, it's the other ones are sitting above their 20-day moving average, where IWM is below it. So, so it's uh, it's the one that's hurting the most. Now there could be a, a summer rally coming at some point for the small caps. We've seen that movie before. So um, don't don't count them out because usually when you do, they roar back to life. But just be aware of what's happening in that group right now. And what else? Anything? Where are we at with the Dow futures are up 0.22. S&P futures right now up 0.26. NASDAQ futures up 0.30. So again, right at the moment, leaning a bit more to risk on. So we, we could see a flip-flop of that chart maybe Initially, we we're okay for the first two days of this week, and then we start pulling back, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see what uh, how the news rolls out, how the Fed speak goes, middle of the week, all that kind of stuff. But anyway, hope that gives you some insights, some help. And a couple uh, earnings, though. Um, oh, oh, right, yeah. you got some earnings. Talked about that, yeah. Yeah. So Monday, uh, we have Carnival Cruise Line. So. If you looked at the uh, last five days of the month, we saw RCL and NC in the region as good um, shorts possibly. So this has been up 43% going over the last month. The past week, it's been down 2% and it's coming into earnings tomorrow. So if, yeah. if it is weak, wow. you may have a, a lot, a good chance to pull back a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, Tuesday, that, that yeah. whole group's been amazingly strong. So yeah, so we're going to really- I mean, really they, all the position. revenge travel, right? They have all the revenge travel. <laughs> yeah. And then Tuesday, there's Walgreens Boot Alliance. Um, again, they got some, they didn't have as much um, in terms of uh, COVID vaccine volumes. So they're getting hurt there a little bit. There's something to watch there. Um, on Wednesday, Micron, that might affect the chip sector, which we were talking about um, previously. 
And then Thursday, Nike. Again, that shows consumer strength, if it's staying in there or not. And then Friday, Constellation Brands and a couple other small ones. So I think the big ones are Walgreens and Nike. But uh, I, I like that, I like that uh, CCL. If, the, if you get any weakness in the earnings, that could be a good pullback for short. Well, I know. I mean, that's so elevated. And that one actually is kind of rolled over a little bit more. The RCL, um, and there's no earnings on RCL, is there? Just CCL? CCL on Monday. Okay. But uh, RCL, you know, that's that's still kind of moving up slowly. But the CCL looks like it rolled already. So maybe the, a little bit of nerves related to the earnings potentially. Uh, that's a good one, though. If, if, it, uh, if it misses earnings, it could pull down the group. That'd be an easy trade on the, on the sympathy with the other symbols in the group, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, is that it for you? That's it, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time and um, have yourself a good night. We'll catch All you right. tomorrow. Good luck.